0: That, was the queen show was that the last day? it was the last of the five borough yeah. freedom
1: tour concerts um of which there were six even though there are five boroughs in the city of new york but we threw in jersey city just because yeah you know we wanted to give some love to our friends in new jersey and um uh, yeah the queens one was the last that was saturday and that was at the single cut brewery and uh, I think it went pretty good. They were very yeah. nice out there. The you know both the audience and the people at the brewery. Was
0: were they all uh, Were they all that uh, you, you started going crazy there towards the end? Well, I think
1: it was uh, you know that was the last one, yeah. and we're, I was happy to get get through the the week. Um, <laughs> uh, you no, know, I think I'd like to think they're all pretty uh, wild in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they're we you know it's not like we were phoning it in. No, we never want to do that.
0: I wanted to. I wanted to kind of like as I was as I was sitting there watching you. I, I wanted to know what was going through your head as you were you were kind of casing the place a little bit. You know, as you 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 stepped, you you took a couple of leans forward for a little while for a while there, and mm-hmm. then you just then then you went for it. Yeah, you you, you over the balcony. Across, yeah, the
1: stage is for those listening at home. <laughs> paint this paint is, a picture. This is audio, this is right? Audio, yeah. yeah.
0: No. <clears throat> even if it wasn't, even if it was video, it wouldn't help. The,
1: the stage is. uh probably 12 feet high it's like yep. a loft yeah at least uh, yeah yeah and so it's a it, it, I, when i was i booked these shows uh and so some of them were booked kind of late you know in, in a scramble to find something uh, and uh, you know some places you just had to ask around friends like oh yep. like where can you play in the bronx yeah you know so uh, Staten island yeah yeah so i had some good help from friends and uh, I don't know if we somebody recommended single-cut brewery or if I just did like a search online, you know, venues in the, yeah. in Queens. Anyway, we found the brewery. I, I emailed them, you know, from the got the information from the website, emailed them, and they wrote back very nicely saying, yeah, that sounds great. You know, let's do it. And so I, I was just happy, like, great, cool, you know, and they said, you know, I was told the capacity was about 150, yeah. and this will be – we have a PA, we got this, we got that. And I didn't um, – at, ask for the stage specifications yeah. so the stage as such as it is is you know about 12 feet high up in the air it's probably it's,
0: I, I, calling it a stage is a little generous it's, too. It's, I think it's, it's just it's a second story it's you know yeah yeah. yeah
1: and uh so it, it, they're within the brewery the brewery is is in an old warehouse and uh the owners of the single cup brewery saying tell, told me that it was a raw space just four walls yeah so they built everything that was in there so uh under the stage are restrooms and an office area, and maybe a, a closet or something.
0: So it's, I think it's they were serving beer out of the, that area. No, no, the the, a, okay. the bar was on the other I side. See. So I got in a little late. Yeah,
1: so the uh, the stage is built on top of you know several rooms so that are set into mm-hmm. a corner of this much larger space so the stage is has it's <laughs> a to get up to the stage and to, to take any equipment up yeah. there are stairs but it's it, i think it's it more be more accurate to call it a ladder <laughs> uh yeah. and when we when the day before we uh showed up to do this gig uh we were sent a a uh, it was code of contact code of conduct letter which was basically a, a release form to indemnify okay. them from any like if we you know fell off the ladder but it going didn't say up-
0: behave yourself john spencer well it,
1: it it was kind of a weird legal document yeah. i think basically it was so that they to, to 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 get them off the hook it said if we fell off the yeah. stage or fell off the stairs going up and down this place uh you know that we wouldn't sue them or hold them (laughs) responsible yeah or if if I you know started doing some wrestling moves uh, that I wouldn't hold them responsible Uh, but then also in this document were things like uh, no noodling you know and uh, you know like loo -loo
0: -loo, like 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 actual (laughs) noodling on your guitar
1: yeah no noodle. there was a no noodling clause (laughs) and then there was a rock the fuck out clause so it was you know kind of humorous but it was illegal what you know there was a purpose to it yeah Anyway, so the stage is this platform, you know, way up high in the middle, you know, up by the ceiling. I mean, it's tall. You could stand up up there. It was tall enough. Uh, And so we're, you know, it's kind of a drag because we like to be close to people when we're playing. And, you know, we're not close at all because we're up in the air. And and then people can't even really see us. Uh, Maybe they could see me and Judah Bowers head and shoulders
0: you but. kept disappearing to play the theremin it took me a while to figure out what was yeah, going on back yeah then.
1: so um it it's it was a very tall stage and um as the show progressed you know i uh um yeah like you said i kept kind of leaning over to yeah. to check in with the audience and to and to uh to talk with them and then at one point i, I left the stage via the the front railing and, and it reminded me of a wrestling ring you know yeah. it was like the you know the the corner of a ring so I, I i did a little you know i don't know what you call it acrobatics or tom you know tomfoolery st- stupid stuff uh and uh, you know i'm i'm ha- quite happy i didn't <laughs> seriously get hurt i, was I broke a lot of that. glass yeah i was gonna ask <laughs> when i that. came I down know. on somebody's table but uh, at,
0: at some point have you ever seriously injured yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oops. And there are things that, that you know. It's like okay, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm just tired of, of cutting my knees on broken glass, yeah. or what, it, some whatever it is on the stage. And so then you start to, you know, like protect your knees with knee pads. You know, it's like you start. There are things you can do to wear to protect your body you know much like a hockey player do you
0: actually have protective gear on when you go on stage yeah i
1: protect my ears and i protect my knees there's some things i don't know what i could do about my teeth you know it's a great fear that you know one day i'm just gonna get the you know hit it right in the right way the microphone or the mic stand or something and, and lose a tooth um i've definitely chipped my teeth but uh, there's not much protective you know I, I couldn't really sing With I mean guard. maybe some people yeah. wouldn't notice you know but I think it might affect my singing to wear a mouth guard um, and you know hearing, ears hearing that's a that's an obvious yeah. one um, but you know things like your back and uh, um, but I've injured a, you know like a, I want to slice my ear open uh, you know, things happen occasionally. I, I'm not, I, I'm not looking to, I'm certainly not not looking to hurt anybody else. I don't want to, I'm not into violence. I don't want to hurt the audience. And, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to hurt myself, I don't think. And I don't have a death wish. The, but I mean, it's just, It it's, it's like, you know, like we were talking about, it was the end of the, this, yeah. this six show run playing a lot of crazy, you know, hole-in-the-wall places, places that don't have a lot of rock shows. And every day we sort of had to improvise and, you know, piece together a PA or fix something just so that, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants. So I think it was a little bit about, you know... Feeling good, you know, and and letting go of some steam, yeah. and uh, and you know, it's also I, I'm very happy to to be playing in the Blues Explosion, and I was happy to be playing there at the Single Cup Brewery, and 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 to be, you know, be, be with those people.
0: It's 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 funny that you say, you know, I, I I don't know how much you could do to to protect yourself. um You know, some people might say, well, I guess you could take it a little easier. <laughs> At this, yeah. Well, at this point in your life in your career.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, but this is the kind of music that we want to yeah. play. You know, we 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 love uh, uh, rock and roll, and you know, uh, and we we're, we're very much uh, uh, big fans of, uh, of show business and like the you know kind of like James Brown yeah. soul style. Yeah. And, yeah. So you know, we we um, we feel uh, it's our duty to, to to put on a good show. Yeah, yeah we don't want to hold back. Yeah, these,
0: these, they may not have actually paid anything to get in but you want to give them their money's worth
1: yes yeah
0: you did uh you, you did, it was it's funny that you compared it to wrestling too because you did uh you ended up with a, a flag on your back yes before it was all over yes you were you were you were uh, yeah you i mean if i really
1: want to do that i mean i yeah. should have done the, the flying a the swan dive yeah. right off that that corner and just you know i should there should have been a plant in the crowd you know Fuck! Can you say fuck you on the? Can board? Say fuck you say probably, fuck right? you, Blues Explosion. Yeah, and, you know, like what?
0: <laughs> and just
1: I could have leapt off yeah. and, and and tackled the guy and then picked up the folding chair or the or the ladder and started beating the person with it.
0: It's a seri- It's a concern that uh, there was a that story about Fishbone that came out like a year ago. Did you hear about that? No, the, what Somebody sold sued him for a couple million because D'Angelo flew on top of somebody and, and you know mother was at the show and she got clocked.
1: I mean yeah like i said i'm i'm not interested yeah. in in violence i don't want to hurt anybody and i don't really want to hurt myself you know it's it's yeah it's nice to get a little crazy yeah. but the, but the uh the you know the goal is not is not uh pain or 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 bodily harm and um yeah of course sometimes accidents happen it's it's scary it can be scary yeah to think about that or think about like oh my goodness. You know what could have
0: happened. Yeah. So what was the? Uh, I mean, you know, you obviously wanted to do a tribute to to the city.
1: We didn't really want to do a tribute to yeah. the city. We don't have anything against the city, but it's not. We didn't sit down and say, "Let's let's do a concept record. Let's yeah. let's do let's let's pay tribute to our hometown, New York City, yeah. and all the great." Music and and art and culture that's come out of here and and you know and let's comment upon how the city has changed and 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 how it continues to change. No, I, I think that this this theme kind of emerged. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, just, just just based on I mean and and why I guess I guess a better question is why is why now? I mean, you know, that's a good question. 30 I don't. Years, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and you know, thirty years and and a lot of ways I still. You know, I've lived in New York City now most of my life. I've been here for 30 years. I've been playing with the Blues Explosion here in New York City for about 24, 25 of those years. Uh, and I still don't think of myself as a New Yorker, you know, but I guess I could, have, I could yeah. claim that now at this point. Um, and maybe that, you know, why now uh, with with uh, Freedom Tower? Maybe this is me and, and the Blues Explosion just saying you know well we're we're taking our stand you know this is this is us we are a new york city band yeah. and you know we're going to we're going to sing and play about our hometown
0: it, i it's it's hard to do it's hard to make any kind of a statement about the city and not not um not be a little heartbroken at this point i mean i've i've only been here for 12 years but you know even even in that relatively short amount of time
1: New York City doesn't really care about your heart, you well, know. Sure, it sure, I mean that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You got toughen up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. They're just. From, I, know from, mean. From, I know what you mean. I know what you mean from the standpoint of, a, of the transforming city. I mean, it, but that's yeah. if
1: it didn't. You know, it's got to change. Yeah, you know, it, I think it's. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, you
0: know? but yeah. Y- you know, is it is is it for the better at all? some ways yeah yeah, yeah.
1: how so you get, a, you get a lot of places to get good coffee yeah you know there, there's uh, that's just for starters yeah um, I, I, you know I think it's not for me the Freedom Tower and this Blue Solution album it's not so much about oh or not s- simply or only about how the city has changed it's also about you know how I've changed yeah. I think that's part of it as well you know it's not simply not only commenting about you know 25 30 years in the life of the city but also and how I relate to the place or how I fit in do
0: you, Do you find yourself romanticizing about the, yeah the, I think so that's
1: it in the same way you know that you know I I don't you know these kind of foolish notions that might only swim around in your own head like in the same way I don't think I don't really think of myself as a New Yorker. Yeah. I still probably relate to the city or, or hold this idea of the city, which doesn't exist anymore. And it's the yeah. it's that you know probably older, dirtier, funkier New York City, and the place that I fell in love with, and and that's why I moved here. And that place is, is gone, but it it lives in in my head or my heart.
0: It was it was weird, you know. I, I remember at at one point making that transition in in my own head from being like again like you know living in really terrible landlordless places in in New York City for a while to um you know to to sort of improving my life constantly thinking about you know moving to a, a better place and a better place and then at some point down the road you you look back and and realize that there are certain aspects of of the kind of the 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 misery i guess you're walling in that you that you miss a bit i
1: i i I don't miss going from one sublet to another yeah. in a, in in the filthy Lower East Side. You know, I I spent many years living in really bad places, yeah. and I can't say I miss it. You know, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but I, I I guess I guess in hindsight, it just sort of it it it's so closely linked to, of course, linked yeah. to
1: the, you know things you know what you were doing at the time, yeah. the you know the 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 books you were reading, the the people you were hanging out with, the the, the clubs you were going yeah. to. Yeah, it's it. It can be it can be quite bittersweet.
0: Is it? Uh, is is it harder to make rock and roll music as a grown up when you're not uh, when you're not around? Well, people I don't as I know, mean?
1: man. What is? I mean, yeah, you know, I don't mean, you know, you know. I don't having, know, having know. kids and <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, in the, in the again, here we're getting back to the thing. Like, yeah, the my perception, you know, and yeah. how it's, you know, I probably still, I, I do think, consider myself, uh, you know. I still think, well, I'm young. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and maybe this happens to everybody. Yeah. You still just think like, yeah, I got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah, and uh, uh, and for me, that's that's not true anymore. Uh, if, if, uh, no, it's not hard to continue to make music, continue yeah. to make rock and roll. And I hope that anybody listening to this new Blues Explosion album doesn't doesn't get the sense that it's a chore for for us as a band. Yeah, I, you know, this is. It, Yes, it is our job. It's our career, in in, in a sense. You know, we've we've we've, done, and I've definitely dedicated my life to this kind of music. Uh, but I, I did it out of a you know out, out of a kind of obsession. You know, it's not because I thought this would be sure. a, a, a way to, to to riches and fame. This was this is just my passion, and and with the Bose Explosion, you know, we, we like what we're doing. It feels good, so we yeah. keep doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I'm, I'm assuming that you get you gave up on if you ever even had the idea of of riches and fame and and, you know, huge being a huge pop star a long time ago. That was ever I think
1: the- that's kind of an I I mean, to to it's an obvious answer, but yes, I mean, you just got to listen to to the music and the, you know, we're making we're making records f- for us yeah you know for the for the band you know of of course it's nice to have people like what you do, but this is we're not worried so much about how is this going to fit into the airplay you know yeah. what what is the radio station going to think or what will the, what will this critic at that publication think yes it, again, it's nice to have people like what you do and 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 it's it's great to 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 receive praise, but uh that's not what's driving us.
0: I think and I'm assuming that the fact that you've got all sorts of projects going on at at any one time or at least over the years has probably helped you be, uh, you know, be, be creative and, (laughs) you know, move from, uh, move from genre to genre, play different, different sorts of music, not necessarily have to play with the same two guys day in, day out over the years.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's nice to, to, to play with different people. I, 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 i do love to collaborate uh i think that's one of the reasons i love playing in a rock and roll band is because i'm doing it with other people yeah uh i don't like to sit by myself and and write songs or make music by myself i like to i like to do that with other people and I, I, I enjoy the the uh the the process
0: yeah what's uh i mean what's your what's your schedule like at, at the moment you just you sp- finished this five this uh six we just finished six, the Firebird yeah. freedom
1: tour um april 8th we're, we begin touring yeah yeah so for about three months we're uh, going all over the united states and canada um it will continue to work through the summer uh japan australia a little bit in europe then then in the fall we Really begin to uh, play all over Europe, so we're going to be touring for the rest of the calendar year.
0: What uh, what what are what are you up to now in the uh, in the intervening weeks? Um,
1: well, uh, doing a, some promotion, trying to let people know about the record and 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 about the, the upcoming tours, um, and doing a lot of um, kind of, I man, well, work. Uh, I manage the band. Oh yeah, yeah, so. That, so I spend up? a lot of time yeah. doing that. You know, some days I'm not making any music. I'm just. How did
0: that end up falling on on you?
1: Um, I, I, you know, when when in 1984 or 1985, yeah. when I I wanted to, I didn't want to go to college anymore. I wanted to play in a band. You know, the the. the I looked to my peers and people in garage bands and people in hardcore bands, and you know, there was a. a I got hip to the whole thing about, you know, well, if you just do it yourself. Yeah. If you want to make a record, okay, well, you find a studio, you find out how much the studio costs, then you got to earn that money to, you know, and so you're going to have to work whatever at the at the head shop or the frame store. Or, you know, you're going to have to work to earn the money to go book the studio time. And then once you get the, your master's, you know, then – and. and you're going to have to look for a pressing plant and this and that and you know and if you want to if you want to put on a show then you put on a show you contact the you know the, the UFW hall or the local promoter or something and so you know if you want to book a tour yeah. <laughs> you start calling around but
0: that was 30 years ago
1: yeah but <laughs> it's still if you if you want something doing right you do it yourself yeah I don't do everything by myself yeah. you know I have a lawyer I have a booking agent I have a uh, the band has a business manager so, um, you know, uh, I have a lot of good help now, Yeah, but I still, you know, I'm very hands-on. Where does it come from? I, you know, I guess it comes from the lessons I learned as a younger person, and I think also it probably comes from just personality, you know, personality that, you know I, that I'm a bit of a of a control freak.
0: I didn't realize it. So, so you actually, you left school to, to play music? Yes. You were, stu- you were studying linguistics? Sem- Semiotics. Okay. Yeah. At, at, and... At what point did it did, was it clear to you that that was not a, a route you wanted to continue down?
1: Um, you know, I, this was at Brown University. Yeah. Uh, did so you were two e-
0: at an Ivy League school. You, it was yes. Real deal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did a couple years there. I I, I thought it would be a really cool. Uh, I wasn't very unhappy mm. uh, for a lot of different reasons, but it and. Um, so I, I never really clicked there um, you know uh, I, I made some a few friends and that's where I met Julie Kafer it's the woman that I started Pussy Galore with uh, at the time yes I was studying semiotics uh, th- th- that was when Brown used to have a semiotics department yeah. I don't think they do any longer I was uh, interested in making films I wanted to make films and that was uh, under the semiotics department so I was that's what I was doing making films and at the same time I was making noise playing in bands Uh, and and I it became clear to me that um, and also doing a lot of visual art and it became clear to me that music was the the thing that was you know making records or playing shows performing that this was what made it, it sort of made the most sense to me it became clear that this would be the most the the the, the truest or the straightest way to express what was inside me,
0: and and in in a much more direct way than any yes, other you things. could Literally see saying, because you know,
1: if you're yeah. making a film, you could spend weeks, yeah. months shooting it, or planning it, shooting it, editing it, editing, and then you know processing, and then you show it. Yeah. And what if you're playing a gig? you know yes you can spend a long time writing the songs and practicing but uh, but when you know there is uh, the, the the concert is a, is a wonderful it's not just a collaboration with you and your bandmates, but it also is a collaboration with with the you know the audience a room full of people
0: there's, there's a little bit i mean there's still a little bit of, of lead time there you know in terms of actually uh recording an album finishing it and having it come out um but, yeah, in the but meantime, I was ta-
1: I was talking about a concert. Yeah, I'm not talking about an album. Yeah, yeah, they're different things.
0: Yeah, but you're but you're but you're still in, in, in the interim. You're still playing live as as much as possible.
1: Um, I love making records. I I think that's why I began playing in bands is because yeah. I love records, listening to records. So I I love making them. And uh, but but uh, you know I, they're they're it's a different approach. Yeah, you know making an album, rec- playing a song in the studio is different than playing it live and i have always been you know the blues explosion has always been a, a primarily a, a live uh you know yeah. a live yeah. a working rock and roll band um we you know we, we like to do it and we do a lot of it and I think that's that that's if if we' ha- if we have had any success it's it's due to going out and working
0: so it's a lot harder to reach to reach as many people though in in person than, it is than but then record. again i mean that's yeah. true
1: but here we're getting back to you know sure. this sort of well do it yourself yeah this is responsibility
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah yeah um so did, film just kind of went by the wayside for a while there at first
1: yeah i mean they were they were both running side by side for a while and yeah. then then you know i chose i chose the band yeah yeah
0: uh so, semiotics. Were you, were you actually taking semiotics class? Was that yes? Part of in that, order part to take the, the production okay. classes,
1: you needed to take analysis and theory classes. Okay, so there I mean, was three to three areas in, within the department.
0: Uh, so, so very, very specifically, uh, film analysis. Because I I, 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 had read semiotics and not I entire, it was, but okay. not
1: entirely. Um, but I think the courses I was, was uh, yeah, you know, but not entirely. It's it not. It's like not just st- about film. Yeah. It's not just about film.
0: It seems like such a strange fit, semiotics and and, and film. <laughs>
1: you're you know i'm i'm you're talking to the guy that that dropped out so uh there are people much better uh qualified yeah. than than myself to explain this
0: yeah but you did a lot of theory you watched you watch a lot of movies and yes. yeah yeah um, is that uh did that ruin uh movie movie watching for you at any not event? at all yeah.
1: no and you know this was 80 i mean that's like 83 you yeah. know and then pussicolor started in 85 um this was when the vhs Player that the, the, you know, yeah. what just come, yeah, and it, yeah. it was so affordable. They were around, you could. I spent, we spent, you know, the so much time watching movies, you know, because you could. It was, you know, you, we we watched so many f- movies, you know, good movies and a lot of bad movies, yeah. Uh, when pussy, you know, hanging out with with the yeah. with friends and and and, and the, in those days of pussy galore in the mid to late 80s, d- did,
0: it, did it occur to you that, um, d- it, it was it was going to be a hard uh, hard hard road to actually you know make make a living as a band when you you no. know you dropped out of dropped out of school
1: no and for many years I worked yeah. yeah yeah I don't think it was probably not until 1995 that Is I that right? that I stopped working
0: yeah. yeah what were you doing in the meantime.
1: In what was I doing when? Sin- since then, or no, in,
0: the, in the what were you what were you working at? Oh,
1: I worked in a head shop. I worked okay. in a frame shop. Yeah. I worked in a medical library. Yeah. Um. Then I was fortunate to get get into um, publishing, and so I worked making stats. Yeah. It's kind of very fancy, you know, photocopies. It's not really a photocopy, but this was one ma- magazines were put together. Yeah. You know, as a physical thing. It wasn't desktop digital. Yeah. It was people, you Layout. Know, and, layout. Yeah. yeah. Cutting things with, with knives and yeah. gluing them to, to boards. Um, so I did production work uh, for a couple of different magazines, three different magazines.
0: Lucky just because you, you could stop working at AGX. it. Was,
1: it was a great freelance work. To, yeah. You know, because it was it was freelance. Yeah. So if you had to say, yeah, hey, I want to go and, and I got to go uh, for a player a tour, you could go. You could leave. Uh, it paid very well. Uh, I we kind of some of our musician friends that we met in New York City you know it's a bunch of them seemed would ha- had an art school or background or yeah. artistically inclined so there was this whole group of people who you know were were good at doing this kind of paste up work and production work so we kind of we got into the uh, um uh this the <laughs> world of production we, of publishing U- uh, U- uh, v- me and was- Christina my wife okay. yeah
0: okay uh, did, did that keep you? Did that keep you in the visual arts world at all? Being being on that side of things? Uh, I, I,
1: not really. No. Not really. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you were still hanging out with visual artists, and you were you were working there. Yeah, and, and but some... I mean, it, I mean, I've it's
1: the it, other thing that I mean, it was a nice yeah. job also because it was interesting. Yeah. You know, it's kind of I thought it was cool. You yeah. know, it's, to find out how things are done. You know, and and sure. and. Um, and you know I and yeah I dig design you know and so it's nice to to it's it was an interesting job yeah George they were interesting jobs
0: and at, and at no point uh in in that in the intervening 10 years it did, did um you know did you want to really sort of get get something full you, you never really gave up on the idea of doing music full-time no no that's uh that's <laughs> it's not not not, every, not everybody can say that you know. Ten, ten years in, a lot of people I think just uh, often just 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 pack it up or keep music as as kind. Like of I said, of I, I, this is what I love, you know. Yeah.
1: And also, I, I you know I I, I, I guess I'm maybe <laughs> thick-headed, yeah, stubborn, yeah. Also, I've got some ambition, yeah. Or, you know, so I've I've you know I've worked very hard, yeah. It's yeah. not just that I was working at the frame shop or wherever. So, so I'm always working very hard, you know. Uh, Thinking constantly about the songs, about the sounds, about making a record, about the packaging record, how it's going to look. Thinking about the tours, the t-shirt designs, you know, this, that. Thinking about everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. You did the Tony Millionaire cover for the first one. And you did, uh, you worked with another artist on the other. The We're talking one. about Heavy Trash. Yeah, Heavy yeah. Trash. Yeah. So there,
1: there was Paul Pope yeah, and then Tony Pope Millionaire. Yeah. And then the third one was uh, a guy named Jean-Luc Nevet who is a... Uh, he's principally a, a tattooist. Yeah. Uh, and he's from the south of France. Yeah.
0: Wh- when did you uh, when did you get into comics?
1: Um, when I was a kid, uh, I, re- I read Famous Monsters. I don't mm. think I ever really bought Famous Monsters, mm-hmm. but I read it. You know, I would look at it at the newsstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, also read Creepy and Eerie. Uh, these are... Uh, and Vampirella. Yeah. These are all uh, published by Warren, yeah, yeah. I believe. Um, but would never buy them. Yeah. I, th- I just I don't know. I th- I thought I was ashamed or something I, or I can't remember. I didn't, couldn't afford it. So I would go to the newsstand. You want
0: to bring it home and have the parents catch it? I don't know. They
1: wouldn't they wouldn't have cared. But <laughs> I didn't do it. We definitely had around the house um paperback reprints of all the mad stuff yeah. from the 50s. You know, because that's has been repackaged as this, yeah, the, the paperbacks endlessly. The, the,
0: com- the comic stuff. The, Mad. the free, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the the, the, the EC. The original yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s. Kurtzman and, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that, and, you know, so uh, this is one of those things when you're growing uh, you know, growing up, at least when I did. But there were so many things where it, you, you want, I'm, well, now I find myself, I'm not sure. If it's like, did I ever see that movie or do I only know about mm-hmm. this because I've read the Mad Magazine parody? Yeah. And if you're reading – I mean, those the 50s, uh, the, the old – the, the the original mad stuff, yeah. I mean, it's just some of those – I mean, you're talking about the greats of all time. Yeah. You know. Um, Elder and yeah. Kurtzman, Yeah. And yeah. Jaffe a little yeah. later on. And, well, Jaffe was a little yeah. later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the really early stuff is just – the art is amazing. The stuff is, is really funny. But, you know, you're reading about things which <laughs> – Parodies of, of of television programs and 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 films yeah. from 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 the time from the fifties. Yeah. So you know it's this weird sort of disconnect. Anyway, so that grew up with that. And, Of course, peanuts. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. uh, this. So course, yeah. uh, everybody had peanuts. Yeah. Uh, you know again, cheap. Uh, you know, paperbacks of yeah. this stuff, and it was also All in those. the paper every day. Yeah. You know, people still read the newspaper, and there was the comics page, and um. But I never really i didn't I didn't go for DC or Marvel. Yeah. Um. Occasionally, like uh, Why, maybe I would have get... you for
0: a Kirby guy a little bit at least. What for a Jack Kirby guy? Nah, I,
1: I I mean I, I I I can appreciate it, but it's not. No, yeah. I never really. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Not really. And I, I, then so no. Sometimes like would we'll get a copy of Weird War. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or, or a couple things, but never I I never really bought comics. Mm-hmm. You know, um. When I was in high school, I won some art prize, and uh, I got, uh, I think this is what I asked for, I got a uh, a uh, subscription to Heavy Metal. And that was great, because uh, it turned me on to a lot of, at the time, and I don't know if they still do, but at the time, they would reprint a lot of uh, the French masters, mm-hmm. uh, and so they translated, of course. And so I learned a lot about that stuff and was checking out things. And also, you know, it was kind of sexy. And, yeah. and uh, I was always a big, big fan of, of science fiction and yeah. horror, you know, yeah. television, films, anything, you know.
0: Mobius. and Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, I was, I was, I was really into heavy metal. And, um, but one good thing about that was that at the, this is like 81, 82, they had a, um, a music column and the guy I can't remember his name he's since passed away but there was a guy who, who had uh, a, a column in Heavy Metal about mm-hmm. you know about music Yeah. and so that was where I heard about The Residents. Huh. I heard about um, I, I may have heard I don't know if I heard about D, a Devo there but you know I heard about a lot of uh, you know I heard about Yellow and yeah. there were a Poo-Boo lot of people and, I heard about yeah. uh, you know yeah. I grew up in a small New England town Yeah. and there was this is there's no cable television I think when I was a junior or senior in high school cable TV came to the to the town so there's this was before cable there's certainly no internet there were no CDs yeah. so when you know you'd hear about punk rock and new wave or, and uh, but there was no had no idea you know how, well, how, where do you
0: find that record and it's you get a weird it? thing to just read about it to yeah. have never heard yeah. it before
1: so it was uh, I mean I, that was really um, a, a big deal for me and yeah. and and kind of, I guess, changed the course of my life in some way, and uh, I, um, I wish I had all, you know, I think yeah. I threw them away a long time ago, and, and now I wish I'd, I'd, I'd hung on to those 12 issues. I got, you know, one-year subscription, 12 issues, so, and uh, it, it, it made a big impact. Um, so, uh, then we go forward a few years, and um, I think uh, at some point, I began to check out the, the, the underground greats. Mm-hmm. Crumb, yeah. you know all you yeah. know the '60s stuff, yeah. Yeah. all the you know a lot of those people, San Francisco stuff, all the yeah. the so great Spain, yeah, yeah. the great all, you know, yeah. and kind of went through all that, and then it was sort of like this easy logical thing transition to you know uh, Daniel Klaus yeah. and uh, Peter Bag, yeah. and this also made sense because you know I was in a band, I was totally plugged into a scene you know it was the american underground scene it was an yeah. incredibly healthy time yeah. you know this thing was just blossoming all across the you know going around traveling meeting people like
0: and they were all doing album art and but sometimes no yeah. but i'm
1: talking about like you know the bands and stuff yeah. you, go, you know like oh you play in this town you meet these people and it's like and you know make these kind of connections um so there were fanzines as well so this, the fanzines were, you know, a lot of times sold along mm-hmm. with the underground, the current-day underground American comics. Yeah. And so that, you know, Love and Rockets and, and all that stuff. And so I, there are things I just started to buy. And then probably in not until the 2000s that I really began to get more serious and 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 began to read, you know, just kind of everything, you know, a lot of stuff. And, and um, I'm still not that psyched about superhero stuff yeah you know so you know i can i can kind of get into batman but We're it's like kidding. how the you know it's like there how many fucking Batman titles are there and there's you know, some good so. you
0: know what you should you know what you should do? I mean if if you are interested I'm not like trying yeah. to push you in that No effort, I'm always whenever yeah. I meet somebody I always say like who are you yeah. reading Well cuz I'm not a big cuz I I'm, I'm not a big superhero guy but there are certain people who I will follow over like because I mean you know Grant Morrison stuff Yes yeah. 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 yeah yeah you know when he works on a Batman book or a Superman book I mean there there are worked. there are definitely there are
1: writers and artists there are names I know people I've I whose work I've enjoyed and if I see a name on the cover I'll, I'll I'll go you know I'll go into Forbidden Planet
0: you I think it's fine a, then. like every couple of weeks <laughs> yeah.
1: you know and and a lot and a lot of things and if it looks if the cover's cool yeah you know that's okay and then yeah. if I see a name I recognize that's another you know check if I open it and it, look, it still looks good because sometimes the cover can be amazing and if the art inside it's, it's like even if it's the best store in the world if I if I don't like the art I can't stomach it it's just like I don't want to you know it's because it's a comic that's half the thing. You know, it could be a great story, but if the art's not good, forget it.
0: I find it, I think it's interesting too that you're you know you you, you said your parents kind of didn't care either way, but weren't they weren't they like one of them was a professor and yeah, yeah. they were
1: both science, they were both in the sciences. Yeah. My father taught organic chemistry at uh, Dartmouth College. Uh, my mother was an uh, echocardiology technician, echocardiologist maybe is the more correct <laughs> term. I, uh, she me worked me. in the hospital. There was yeah. a very big hospital in the area. So they were both in the sciences um but they're both, you know they were always very supportive of okay. uh you know whatever I wanted to get up to artistically even um,
0: uh, even even dropping out of brown and
1: even that yeah yeah, I mean at the time it was a leave of absence, yeah, and at the time i was i was a very unhappy kind of you know. I think they were, they were yeah. you know, if I when I said to them, you know, I I wanna I wanna take a break, I, I wanna go, I'm gonna play music. I don't even know if I said, I don't can't remember what I said to them, <laughs> but I think they're, you know, just they, you know, they they wanted me to 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 yeah. to do something that I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, they they're, they're you know, they God bless them. They're they've uh, always been quite supportive.
0: And you 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 found it relatively early. I mean, you know, a lot of people um, what. Uh, you figured out exactly what you wanted you wanted to do yeah, it's interesting kind
1: of- now, at that show uh yeah. at, at the brewery my uh, uh both my sisters were there I, I have one sister my younger sister lives in the area and my older sister was in town mm-hmm. and so we were after the show we hung out for a while yeah. and you know, drinking beer something crazy to do at the brewery sure. and um my older sister was saying that she uh, she we had a relative pass away recently and and uh, my older sister was going through the the belongings and she said she that this our relative uh kept a lot of uh, correspondence from our family and um uh, and that my, my sister was saying there was a letter from from me when i was 17 or 18 and and in the letter i'm saying well probably a little bit older maybe eight nine maybe 18 or 19 yeah. in the letter I'm, i write that that um you know that i think the music is the way i'm gonna go yeah and i have no memory of this yeah I, I don't know but um but getting back to the comics uh, so yeah I'll go into I used to love to go to uh, there used to be a really good store up on 23rd Street what was it called Cosmic Comics it was oh, on, yeah, the on the second floor, floor. yeah yeah the, and yeah, the guy yeah, ran it was, it was yeah. a real sort of
0: right by Light Bait uh,
1: curmudgeon yeah uh, uh but he actually you know i i don't know I just
0: that's the best kind of comic store owner. but then he work. would
1: have like art i think art spiegelman's daughter who worked there okay. or no not uh, uh gary Panther's daughter gary Panter, yeah. um you know he would he would he seemed to be very supportive of uh yeah. of artists and and uh and you know in a few times when i worked the nerve to talk to him i actually uh um you know, he was, he was, he he wasn't so so mean. Um, I was sad when that store closed. Um, so now, you know, I've spent most of my time. If I go somewhere, it's for, Forbidden Planet is convenient for for where I live. And and like I said, you know, if it looks, I'll, I'll, I, you know, and, and so if it, and if I, if I, if I find something I like, I don't, you know, I went through a period where I was buying a lot of trades because yeah. I was sort of catching up, sure, and digging and exploring and everything. things. So, and then, you know, now it's just like I'll buy. What do you call them? Issues. Uh,
0: floppies or single issues. Yeah. yeah,
1: and so if it's good, yeah, I'll yeah. stick with it. So sometimes I'll I'll stay with something for like seven, eight issues, yeah. and then it's like, eh, uh, you know, like now they have a TV show of iZombie. I I I have like the first fourteen issues of that, you know, and then after a point's like, all right, fuck this, you know, it's just like I don't, it's they, it's hard. I think I I think that it's hard that for for I guess it's more the writer's fault to sustain. Um, you know something oh, yeah. over a long period of time yeah. a storyline or, or believability or what have yeah. you you know at a certain point it's like Ugh, I'm fucking sick of this I'm t- you know okay it just
0: i'm I'm surprised to hear that you had to work up the you don't seem like somebody who has to work up the nerve to talk to somebody to, to the owner of the shop. What am I, I mean it's cuz like I don't know fuck
1: about comics you know I it's know, like and I don't want to like, be like you're
0: John Spencer you got the rock he doesn't care who the fuck I am I don't, you know uh, yeah.
1: but I will if I would like I do like for, been playing, and I've actually there's and there's one guy there who I have made friends with and and yeah. and I'm and I'm and so I, I and I do enjoy that friendship and yeah. and and I and I feel comfortable talking to him about um you know what's good yeah. you know so I there are some you know I I yeah I'll, I I I I, I am able at times to, to ask for pointers or advice, but I, I will say it drives me crazy with forbidden plan. When the, their employees, if you're there browsing, looking at the racks, they just walk right in front of you or they're always like, how are you doing? Can I help you? Or, you know, you need anything. It's yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, Fucking browsing, can you see? I'm looking at, you know, like... Why? I guess you look like a shady
0: character. <laughs> what the... I don't... No, they do it. I mean, it must yeah. be
1: the store policy. And I think yeah. at one time I actually said to the... I, the guy walked in front of me, said, like, how are, you, how are you doing? Do you need any help? And I said, like... I said, well, I yeah, can you please leave me alone? You know, I'm, and so I kind of went... I was in a cranky mood. And then I felt terrible. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's just...
0: I, I I want to get back a little bit to, to this I, this idea of reading about the bands in the back of the uh, of heb- heavy metal. You know, again, it's- you
1: should look it up. That guy's name. Yeah, he, he was a, he 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 was a he was an an, an editor. He may have even written. And uh, he he lived in New York City. Um, and he passed away, in like in the I don't know when, but I. I want to say Frank, but I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll figure it out. But, but it's then you know, you there were you know, and they would write about like, oh, this new movie Blade Runner, yeah, you know, and yeah, you, it it was, it all seemed sort of like connected to me, you know, this sort of uh, sexy French comics, the science fiction, the the fantasy, and this idea of the future. But then it's also this you know future that is no future Hmm. and connected to you know punk rock and new and new wave and um you know it was to i you know very exciting to me yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah, i mean that's 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 what's that's what's sort of interesting to me is is making that initial jump um you know somebody who isn't familiar at all with this with this music but you absolutely have to go out and 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 hear this thing that you're reading about you know, you don't really even have much of kind of a cultural context. For I, well, it. there was,
1: there was another, uh, maybe another piece of the puzzle was mm-hmm. like, uh, so cable TV comes in to, yeah. to Hanover, New Hampshire in yeah. uh, 1982 or 83 yeah. when I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And, you know, it was like one of the, one of the, bas- it was you know not a, a large selection of channels but one of them was usa network and at the time usa had this program that would run all night friday night or saturday night you know from midnight yeah. till some other time it's called night flight or maybe one from 10 or something and um they would show b movies they would show music videos huh. um and uh they would show uh, they would sometimes have live Performance. I don't think they, they what they didn't really create a lot of original content. Lisa Robinson, the the great rock journalist, was involved in it in some way. Um, when the one time I met Lisa Robinson, I I had I said, said to her, I said, "Thank you, yeah." You know, nightlife really did change my life. You know, and so that was a way to yeah. to you know you could see. Um, I don't know if they showed. They showed like, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains. You could see that, mm. or you'd see a residence video, or you'd see uh, pink flamingos, or reefer madness, yeah. or you know, or they had Gary. Um, well, they had Gary Neum, when I was going to say uh, Klaus Nomi. You know, there,
0: yeah, it yeah. was, yeah, you know, and and, and weird, that is stuff they yeah, can find, yeah. yeah, and
1: and there are and for a certain generation, you know, there are, uh, this is their their you know this was a big deal you know Uh, and also I think at the time you know in the early days of MTV there was still a chance to see you know because they were desperate for for content just to fill up time yeah Yeah. Yeah. so you know Devo you know a band that was already making short films were you know were all over the place you know because they needed content you know
0: yeah, and this is, this is something that's come that's come up a lot that I've just been thinking a lot about lately in, in interviews. But just you know, when I started really getting into to radio and broadcasting, was just the idea of. Um Flipping through the AM dial and you know hearing something that you might not ever hear again, Mm. but but really, really sort of stumbling upon something, discovering something. And
1: and I think and you know a lot of times I'll do interviews and I fucking hate this question. Oh, what about the what about the way the music industry now? What about the way you know everything's changed? It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So what? You know, it's always been changing. Yeah. You know, it's like there were seventy eights, then there were forty fives, then there were long players, then there were eight tracks, then there cassettes, now there're compact discs. You know, before all that, it was sheet music. The way in which, you know, music has been distributed and sold has always been changing. And the music industry has always been corrupt. This is not new, you know. It's always been a sham. And the artists have always been fucked. Uh, You know, so who cares? You know, I don't, I don't, the reason I play in a band is not because I wanted to be part of the music industry. Um, But, so, one thing that sort of goes along with it, this idea of like, you know, if I talk about how I got into music or how I stumbled into punk rock yeah. or kind of felt around blindly, you know, and some people will say, yeah, and it's just not like that anymore. No, it's not like that anymore. But I think that the, that that a thrill, you know, I think somebody can still experience the thrill of discovery if they find something on the Internet, you know, yeah. uh, just because it's not the same as when I was a kid yeah. or when you were a kid. It doesn't mean that, that, that you can't still, you know, become terribly excited, you know, and have a new favorite band. Uh, you know, however you find out about them.
0: Yeah, it was, I, I guess it's just this, this sort of this, um, this. There's an excitement and the idea that you're finding something that that maybe nobody else has ever heard of. You know, that it's just sort of your own your own special thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that, for, especially for you know a teenager. Yeah, you know, yeah, that that's that's powerful. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have to. This, is my, this might be a totally silly question, but I have to ask you if the. Um, is, it, is, is the theremin related at all to the the, the horror movie? Sure, interest. Yeah, fuck okay. yeah, yeah. It's 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 I mean, by way of
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, horror and science fiction. Yeah, it's, okay. it 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 totally is. You know, it's like a, a it's shorthand for something otherworldly. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. yeah, and this was uh, you know we started using the theremin almost right away. At the time, I had a friend who worked at a one of the big uh, equipment hire companies here in New York City, and they used to you know it wasn't just that they rented. Uh, amps and drums to rock and roll bands, they rented stuff to the great, you know, radio uh, 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 production yeah. of you know, the st- stations or the yeah. networks. Yeah. You know, yeah. they rented stuff to Broadway. So they had an incredible, uh, you know, warehouse of stuff. They had three theremins. You know, never got used. Yeah. Never got rented. And so I thought, I, one day I thought like, this is within the first year or six months of the band. You know, this is like ready to be and I thought like, man, I'd like to you know, I'd like to use a theremin in the Boost Explosion. So I called my friend, said, you got a theremin up there? And he says, yeah, sure. And so I kind of, you know, ha- had it on a permanent loan. You know, they didn't care because nobody ever rented them. But this was right away, right from the start. And But and the reason I wanted to do, use it is because, you know, we wanted to uh, just do something really wild and way yeah. out there and wanted to just kind of push things as far out as we could go, especially early on, you know our shows were just about sort of confounding an audience, you know just fucking with their heads. I think the the, the kind of passion for the the showmanship and and the soul review sort of thing and, and our and our our study of people like James Brown that developed, but at the beginning, we were just about like freaking people out, yeah. and so, so yeah, the theremin was, was 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 part of that'
0: It's kind of a way to make noise.
1: It's not simply noise. Yeah. You can you can you can hold a guitar in front of an amp yeah. and get a tone, which is pretty close. Yeah, you know, um, it's about the the sense of something beyond, yeah. something otherworldly. You know, it's it's a, an instrument played without touching it. You know, and you know, making these, and also everybody has at least. Sure. Know, I think that the connection, maybe not so much these, I think it still is. It's just this, yeah. you hear that and it's like, ooh, something spooky, something, yeah. you know, bizarre, strange. And rock and roll is strange music. It really is.
0: It's a hard instrument to master.
1: It's incredibly hard to play. And and I, the way in which I play it is, you know, i it's like beating something with a <laughs> club. I, the guy who invented it was a genius, the Russian, yeah. Leon Theremin. Yeah it was meant to be uh, like a violin you know and to hear somebody who can really know how to play yeah. it it is an incredibly beautiful instrument and yes it isn't very hard to play because there are, you are play it by waving your hands through the air there is no there are no keys there's no fret it is just the air it's
0: it's it's interesting that it's it's stuck with you for so long too. I mean, it, it seems like the sort of thing that somebody would just kind of try out early on, but you really you, you integrated it really well into the the sound.
1: Well, thanks. I think it's always. <laughs> I think maybe at times, perhaps we should have set it aside. <laughs> but people, I yeah. think you know, people. It's sort of a um, a symbol in a way. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have on the stage.
0: A yeah. symbol of. The band, uh, I, I yeah. think that as well, but also
1: yeah. the the band. It's sort of a maybe a, a tr- almost a trademark for the booze explosion. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's sort of not just a, a sonic, but also a visual identifier. You
0: know? uh, and, and I assume that you know, going along with with how, how difficult it is to play, it, it must have been hard to integrate into such a stripped down band. No, no? Just not it, brought,
1: I mean, the first time Judah Russell right saw away. it, I, I had it down yeah. here. It was on. You know, it's just like man, it was in this very room. Um, no, I mean it's just. I mean, what the fuck? It's 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 music. It's yeah. I mean, it's like it's like any kind of art. It's like I don't care what it's supposed to be like. What do you want it to be like? Yeah. How do you want to use it? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to express? You know, it's like I. If you
0: want to do it, go ahead and do it. You know. Yeah, I guess I'm. You know, I, you know. If I guess if you just decided, to I moderate- never, I
1: never let you know lack of ability or skill. <laughs> Um, you know, stand in the way. It's, I, I I'm much more interested in a band that has something coming from their hearts, from their souls, you know, than I am about technique or or ability.
0: Well, no, no it's, it was it's it's not a question so much of of technique or ability, but just just the idea that that I mean, it it sounded natural, it made sense with the sound of oh, the band right away. All
1: right, yeah, yeah, Next. Okay,
0: yeah, all right, yeah. Because you know, if you decided tomorrow that you wanted a mandolin in the band, it might be.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
0: an example but yeah. yeah yeah
1: you didn't mention Wally Wood oh I think Wally he's would, my, yeah, yeah. he's in them I think he yeah. is the he of that of that early of stable he is my yeah. favorite I think he's the greatest yeah. have you read the and Humbug? then Kurtzman the
0: Humbug books yes
1: Okay. So yeah I want to get really the wits end book. but what the how that's like which is another yeah you know, one of those sort of like self-published uh, things yeah I think it was after Humbug but those are like you know fanographic did that's what I really want to do I want to Get a connection, fanographics.
0: I'll hook you up with fanographics. Yeah? yeah, I know people. I know everybody works. You, work so you get reviews. Yeah, you get Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I, I mean if they, yeah, I mean I'm sure they know that you're you're a fan, but yeah, oh they know. But, but they she, they've done they've done the you see the this. raw book. No, they put out that
1: a, was another a, thing that kind of fit in the same complete
0: thing, heavy metal and, and night flight raw thousand dollar yeah hard hardcover yeah. rock collection.
1: But yeah, I think Wood, yeah. Wood and uh, and Kurtzman and and uh, you know there's Jack Davis, Jack Davis yeah, no him, but yeah. um, you know nobody beats Wood for the the sexy girls yeah. and the 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 outer space stuff, yeah. the spaceships. The outer, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you should
0: you should check out the Ditko stuff they did, Van Graphics. Yeah, like because he he he's he gets out there, man. Yeah, like, this is all post Spider Man, obviously superhero, and he's just he's a kind of a psychedelic just i i i, I think he's a little bit off his rocker like he is i think
1: a lot of those guys yeah, were, yeah you know but
0: he but he's like and he's still alive actually he lives in new york somewhere yeah he's kind of a reckless at this point
1: when i when i used to spend a little more time with paul he'd be like oh yeah i was just talking to frank miller and like i think he was saying that's so why i was kind of like so uh you going out to have a drink with frank or like i kept trying to like yeah
0: know, yeah
1: I, it's not like i said like you know like hey let me come along but yeah. i kept trying to hint, you know, and yeah. it, it never I've never never happened, never met Frank Miller. But I think this was this was a long long time ago. And yeah. then and since then he's done like that fucking terrible uh since those Sin City it's, movies, that spirit, spirit movie. Oh my God. Really and good. then even the the um three hundred. And then there was the one about the, the kind of uh it was supposed to be Batman, where he's killing the Muslims, and then oh yeah, holy yeah, holy, yeah, yeah, holy terror, terror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I don't feel yeah. Frank Miller, kind of.
0: Oh yeah, he's a, he's a Republican, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And weirdly enough, weirdly enough, semi-related, uh, you know, Peter Bag is doing all these libertarian comics now. Yeah, mm. it's such a weird. He's he's such a he's such a nice, down earth guy, but also but on the side he's doing these. Uh, these uh, comics for reason magazine it's mm. it's very it's odd to see but yeah. but but man hate at its prime yeah was, was yeah. great
1: yeah i think my and uh, of that school i think the um hi, you don't say Jamie you say Jaime Jaime yeah hernandez yeah, whos yeah. i mean that that stuff is just unbelievably gorgeous the new gorgeous. stuff is really good see that what the most recent one the one about the love bunglers yeah i think that's the title yeah fucking great yeah and yeah, still I big. mean, it's not just that it's gorgeous art; yeah. it is incredible yeah. uh, writing, storytelling. I mean, that's like a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's uh, yeah, he he draws good ladies too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! There he goes, one of the all-time greats, John Spencer. Uh, thanks so much, to John, for taking the time to do that. We did that at his. Uh, his practice space in manhattan um you know i just i realized it should have occurred to me i've, I've talked to to john about uh comics in the past i i used to do a uh, used to run a comic book website called the daily crosshatch and um when one of the heavy trash records came out with uh a, with a, a cover by a uh, tony millionaire uh, we had him on the site and and he just talked about his favorite comics and things like that and damn it, i should just should started off talking talking about comics would have uh, would have been a, 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 a fascinating interview but it was a fascinating interview nonetheless uh, I wanted to talk about me he's like I had just seen him he did a, a five borough tour uh, right around the release of, uh, of freedom Tower no wave dance party 2015 which came out um, March April time frame and he, he did a free show in every every borough of the city uh, one of them was uh, was Queens by Meet and oh my god I, I'd seen him years ago it had been a long long time since I had seen uh, the the blues explosion and play live, and whew, if you get a chance, they're on tour now. Absolutely, absolutely, go see them. Um, was at a brewery? It was, it was like a super weird place to play the show. I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but um, there was uh, sort of a, like a, you know, like a second floor, kind of like a, a balcony where I guess people could normally sit up, and uh, they were playing up there. And uh, you know, he 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 felt like he wasn't um, just he, he he wasn't immersed in the audience. He, you know, he, he likes to play these, uh, these, these small venues and he likes to be out there with the, with the people. So he ended up um, spending a, a couple of songs trying to unravel a, a giant American flag, which he, he finally um, got off the, the, the side rail and then just kind of made his way down. It was insane. It was great. They, uh, they, God, they've been playing for decades and decades and absolutely haven't lost any of that energy. So highly recommend it. Uh, highly recommend checking out the, uh, the new record as well uh, out, uh, out now. It's uh Freedom Tower No Wave Dance Party twenty fifteen. Uh thanks so much to John for taking the time to do that. And also just really cool to uh sit there and, and, and hang out in his in his practice space. And um, you know, after after we, we spent all that time at the at the end talking about comics, he pulled out his book back and showed me his recent score at uh the and Planet. Uh he like like six or seven comics that he about that week. So thanks so much to him. Uh, thanks as always to Brian for editing the show together. Uh, thanks to everybody at the Boing Boy Podcast Network. If you like the show, there are many other fine Boing Boing podcasts to check out over on iTunes. And while you're over at iTunes, you should take the opportunity to, to rate our show. We could uh, it's been a, you know it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had a rating over there. So uh, so spread the love for we're giving these things away for free. Um, if you have any feedback, it's reylcast at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Tumblr. That is the first and best place to get all of the riyl related information. Um, there was a problem with the feeds. I think we were fine over on iTunes for a long time, but there was some some uh, glitch in there. Uh, so um, you might uh, you might have just gotten like. A crazy number of RYLs all at the same time. Enjoy them! I think we've been doing a really good show lately. I've been very much enjoying this, so uh, I hope you have... You have as well. Uh, also, a Facebook page. You can like us over there. Um, a little more additional information as well. Uh, so many, so many good shows lined up. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I've got um, got like a couple months worth in the can. As, as I mentioned in previous episodes, I just started a, a new day job, so you know there's a chance that we might not get every single week. But we've got a we've got a good number for a while. Um, we've got uh, how many of these I can remember. We've got. Um, uh ann holiday who does uh, each, the east village inky zine uh sam cedar of, of the majority report and many other bob's burgers and many other uh, funny things bruce mccullough of kids in the hall which uh, i was super super thrilled to do um who else uh, i was just at uh, bea in new york did uh, two really fun ones there jeff smith of, uh, of bone john Luizamo is gonna be on the show um Who else Uh, I don't know Lots more Anyway uh, So stay tuned Stick around We will be back Just about this time Next week With another episode Of R.I.Y.L.